brain. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Ignite Your Success podcast. And today, once again, I'm joined by my amazing business partner, Mr. Jason Urbanowicz. Oh, yeah. Break it down, big fella. Look at him. He loves it. He's a rockabilly, isn't he? And cut. Mate, welcome. Thanks very much. So, today's topic. (laughs) I'm not mucking around. Straight to it. Now... Again, I've heard a lot of people say, look, the coronavirus, this is coronavirus, has, uh, you know, had impact a lot of businesses, mm. a lot of families, jobs, all the rest of it. Well, the last podcast we shot mm. down the Gold Coast, you know, that was 48 hours before they shut the gyms. So between now and then, what we're talking 10, 11, 12 days later, mm. quite different, isn't it? It is quite different. Uh, and, and what we want, I want to hone in and focus on is w- while all that's happening and a lot of people, it's, it's serious. It's, you know, it's really caused a lot of stress, all the rest of it with financials, people losing jobs. W- what I want to hone in, mate, on this particular uh, podcast is, is, is it so much that or is it something else? I mean, mm. like small businesses primarily, like yes. fitness industry. Uh, I'm not talking about your, you know, your large corporations, uh, airlines, all that stuff, uh, but I'm talking about the small to medium business that – you know, were they structured right? Did they have the right set up to potentially be be ready for this type of thing? And, mm. you know, like that's what I want to talk about. So sometimes when we're going to approach a topic like this, it's not always that easy to talk about because the truth it, can be that way. Yeah, and it's I guess it's like for many people, okay, well, it's obvious that there are things happening, you know, that mm. there's buildings shut, there's things that can't be done. Mm-hmm. We also have seen firsthand evidence of a lot of things that can be done during this time. Yeah, and also the, I mean, it's, it needs to be talked about so that, you know, what hurts and structs as well. So the real point of this is, like, if you're going through a challenging time, it's it's there to also teach us some lessons. So yes. w- what I want to get to is, is like a foundation of a house. If that foundation is not built correctly, if it's not built on a strong platform mm. and the structure's weak, well, mm. then it, it's not going to last. It's going gonna, it's gonna to knock over. Strong winds, uh, yeah, yeah, big storm, it's gone. However, a house that's been built on strong foundations, strong structure will, will be able to endure that. And that's ideally what you want from a house, right? You want yes. it to be safe and strong and secure. So that can apply for businesses, right? Unfortunately, what can happen when people get into businesses and they're new to it, they don't understand, haven't had the education, the right support, the right you know, information, then um, they can start a business that mm. what we refer to as the hope plan. Yep. We've been there. We, we, we did it. Fingers crossed. And the hope plan won't get you through uh, times like this. Mm. And so there's plenty of businesses that we see that we know personally that even before this happened, mm. they were on the cliff's edge. Yep. And it wasn't going to take much for them to tip over. Why? Well, let's start to explore some of the reasons why that might be the case. So if you look at a typical business, mate, and you're going to give advice to mm. you know someone, you know what we give our advice to our clients, what are some of the things that, you would say that would need to be in place mm. that if unexpected stuff occurred, they would be in a better position. Yeah, yeah, and and it's a it's a great question, and that's and why I asked it. As I lead into it, I get I guess the first and foremost thing I'd say is that if you're there, you could be listening to this, watching it, whatever, and going, "Oh, well, hold on, guys, I need like a, a immediate help now. Give me like solutions, you know, give me stuff that I need," and, and and we get all that, and that's what we work together with our people 
with. However, I guess if we go back to the basics of this, you want to have a think about this thing going, well, this, here's an opportunity for every single person in business to be able to go back to the basics of business and to be go, go back to their structure, to go back to how things are set up so that moving into the future, we know that we can start to build that solid foundation. And that's why you said before, have that conversation where it might not be the conversation that people want to have, but more importantly, it's in our opinion, it's, it is one of the most important things you need to do because we want to think about, all right, what is business going to look like in six, 12 months time? What is it going to look like two, three, or maybe five years time? And this is the real opportunity for people to do that. So, so back to the question, which was a great question, by the way, my friend. Um, the crowd actually, <laughs> they, they thought so as well. If they get the wrong button there, mate. <laughs> um, that I did actually, yeah. <laughs> I think the crowd would have gone. Thank you. Yes, yeah. Stop it. Well, stop it. But I... Um, in terms of the structure, we've got to look at financially. How are things set up, okay? Because if we don't have this structure in place in, in terms of how is money funneling into the company and once the money arrives inside the company, what actually happens to the money at that point in time? And, and we all know that we're in Australia at the moment. Those of you who are local are going to be know that it's $75,000 a year or greater. As a sole trader or a business owner, you're going to register for GST, okay? So it's about 1500 bucks a week. And there's that part. Now, that 10% GST, that's not your money, okay? That's, we, we collect that on behalf of the government. And so there are so many fitness professionals that we meet and have met over the last 12 years that just are very clueless about some of this stuff and a bit unsure about how to set this up. So first and foremost, our recommendation is to go, well, we got to take once you are registered for GST, you need to take that money, you need to put that aside into a separate bank account and it's not your money, so you can't touch it, you can't borrow it, use it to pay bills or any of that sort of stuff, can you? Um, next part is we go, well, once we've done that bit, then there's the remaining part. We go, all right, what needs to happen inside this remaining part here? What we do, what we do with that is we go, all right, well, we know that there's taxation in this country. We live in an amazing country. There's so much that gets supplied to us. So we go, well, what we need to do is we need to make sure that we account for that. And a good accountant is obviously the person who's going to direct you on how much tax you'd be putting aside for your business. But as it stands at the moment in Australia, 27.5% tax. Now you have some tax deductions and so forth. And of the remaining money, you'll need to figure out what is the appropriate amount to farm away. Now, once again, that is not your money. The tax money is not your money and you cannot do with it what you want. So once again, when you're in business, you need to start looking at, looking at it like a business. And even for the sole traders that we speak to, for many people, it's like I earned $1,000 of income and that kind of like that $1,000 is all mine and I get to now spend it on my rent and my food and my other stuff. But it's no, hold on, there's a, a significant portion of that revenue that is not actually your money because you are running a business. You need to contribute. All right, let's assume that we've, we've carved off the GST. Let's assume off we've carved off the tax now. And so we've looked after that part. There's some remaining money left in there. And a, a basic structure would have that funneling out a few different ways. Number one is you do need to pay yourself first. And those of you who have heard about business will know that in business, you do want to pay yourself first. And that's what we might refer to as a director's wage director's income, a salary, something along those lines. So we need to figure out what that part is. Once you've paid yourself, of course, you need to have your own separate personal financial structure as well to make sure that you're taking care of anything that you need to pay for personally. So that, that 
that takes part of that that section there. Now, the next part is, of course, every business will have legitimate business expenses. And so you need to make sure that we're looking after that. We also need to make sure that there is a profit account there as well. So we want every business to be profitable because, you know, profit enables you to do quite a number of things that it enables you to either invest into the future growth of your business. It enables you to take a future drawing or a future bonus or something that you could strive towards. And so that's why that's important to set that up. And finally, is to have some type of vault account or rainy day account where there's some funds funneling into to know that, okay, if the shit does hit the fan, as it has done for many people at the moment, there is an opportunity to be able to get through it, to weather a storm. You've heard of the term rainy day saver. It's the same concept that would occur in this instance. Yeah, and since 2008, we've thousands of uh, fitness professionals and business owners coming you know, through our doors and uh, speaking to them and looking at their original setup. So I'd say a very small percentage of those people, like probably less than 5%, mm. uh, have any of the stuff that Brad's just explained uh, set up. And, you know, that's the problem. The problem is, is that, you know, it's great that people go out and start a business. We did first five years. I had no idea what I was doing. I, mm. I fit into that category of none of that stuff. I was just hoping and praying, tax time, cross the fingers, that it all work out my way. It's a very uh, stressful and unpredictable way to, to run your life in, in a business, that's for sure. Uh, throw this kind of situation on top of it, mm. and it's just the demise where a lot of people will say, oh, if it wasn't for the coronavirus, my business would be... Uh, still around I, i'd challenge that and go well hang on well let's see how you were doing before that and how did you have the things set up properly so while our favorite saying is you know it might not be your fault that you know when you started you didn't know this stuff it is your responsibility now at least now to do something about it mm. and educate yourself now it's not sexy it's not like you know what i'm seeing out there all this make money online as i just discussed before but it is the most sexiest thing when it comes to you know, getting the lifestyle you want, uh, having security, having predictability, being confident in your business, all those things are the sexy things. Getting leads and being great at sales, they're, they're a function of your business that you need to have. But, you know, the problem is is it, it's not out there. This stuff's not being taught or it's not appealing because as I'm sure, Brad, you were going through all that stuff. Mm. Some people are going, oh, God, this, that, what the fuck's he talking about with, you know, Vault account and all the rest of it. So then people don't do it. Mm. And that's, again, the issue. So uh, even down to when we go to people, what do you pay yourself? Oh, I don't. Mm. Well, yeah, you do. Mm. You do pay yourself, but not formally. So what you know, people are doing is they'll go, well, the business, like you said, makes yeah. 1500 bucks. that's all my money. I just take it out as I need it to pay personal. Well, guess what? You are paying yourself. You just haven't formalised it. And I remember on numerous occasions going, right, so let's work out how much money you are actually taking out of that business every week. Let's keep it easy, simple. Someone says to me, oh, I've worked it out. I've looked at it. I've gone back over all my, you know, um, statements. And it looks like about $1,000 per week I'm taking out. I go, right. The only problem with that is, is that the business can only afford to do $700. Mm. But you haven't worked out your personal <laughs> expenses and the business. So now you're negative $300. Every week. Every week. Mm, and 15 grand a year. 15 grand a year. And uh, as soon as we get onto that, with with the cases that we've looked at and worked at i've gone right well can you live on can you live on yeah i can i've just been taking it out again because there was no structure in place there mm. was nothing there just take 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 and i'll worry about it all later uh 
bring it to the foresight of like, okay, 700 bucks is what it is now. Let's start getting some profit aside, as Brad talked about. So mm. then you go, well, the, the problem with the business at the moment is the lack of revenue coming in, the sales. So all these stats, all these statistics gives us feedback as to what's working, what's not in the business. Mm. And it's going to be important. And again, with thing, we move into things like having the vault account where you have at least three months worth of expenses. So if your expenses every month and it will change, you might have very low expenses because you work out of a commercial gym. You might mm. do mobile, you might do outdoors, so your expenses are low. But let's say for argument's sake that your expenses each month is, you know, $3,000. You know, what you want to have is at least $9,000 worth of, of uh, money sitting in a vault account. So mm. then if the shit hit the fan, at mm. least, you know, for three months, I can cover all my expenses and everything will be okay. Mm. Uh, that that's just being very smart and prepared for what could happen. And again, if you never had to use it, great. Well, it's money sitting there as, as additional profit. Absolutely. If you need it though, like now, it'd be a very good position to be in. Yeah. And what, what the structure I was referring to before, and as Jason was just t- discussing, it's really about the fact that these are, these are all separate bank accounts. So the GST, you'd set up a GST bank account, you'd have a tax bank account as well that you'd farm your tax into, you would have your own personal accounts and like I said, over to the side, not only are you paying yourself a, a weekly salary or a wage or whatever you want to refer it to, but the, the next part to that, of course, is, is going into your personal wealth creation strategy because that amount that you would receive for running the business on a weekly basis needs to cover your your food and your living expenses and your personal insurances and all this other stuff that is not a legitimate business expense. And so once again, a savings plan, an investment plan, that would all sit under that that personal section as well. Then we go over to the profit account. You'd need to, you'd need to have that as a separate account. You would, of course, pay your business expenses direct from your, your main trading business account. But that vault account, that one's incredibly important. So let's let's talk a little bit about the profit account and let's talk a bit about the vault account for a few minutes so i guess profit and it's an interesting part because you said it before for many people it's like i I just i run the business and whatever's left over that's kind of the bit that i get paid and it's probably not the right mindset not the right strategy to have because you want to have the mentality of going well let me find a way to pay myself first that fits in with the budget of where the business is at but at the same token Every business wants to be profitable. So the business is not just about you getting paid. It's also about creating some type of profit, building some type of asset there. Yeah, and I can recall, as you were talking then, I, I can recall one situation where this particular person had been in business for the best part of 25 years mm. and uh, you know, looking to get help uh, from, from us. And I said, okay, cool. Like, you know, well, you've had this business for a long time. It must be going all right. Uh, the, but the reality was is that, the, again, uh, you can be in business for a long time and doing doing things poorly, just like you can be driving, be a dri- real bad driver. <laughs> just because you got a licence doesn't mean you're good at it. It just means you've been driving really poorly for 25 years. So when I said, how much profit you got? And, he, and he, they looked at me like, what do you mean, profit? Like and, you had three heads. Uh, yeah, and I said, well, you know, what profit do you make each year? So you, you're doing the work, you're putting the effort in, you're doing all this stuff. Where What what profit? Or w- have you bought property with it? Or what's your... what? He goes, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't made any profit. And I go, so you've been in business 25 years and you've not, not made any profit. And he goes, no, no, well, where's the money going? He goes, well, I've always bought the cars and the holidays and all the rest of it. The only problem now is that this particular person was pretty much like five or so years left of, you know, left in the business or working due to their, their age. They're coming to the end. 
of their business career. And of course, the reason coming to us is because, like, well, shit, I need to need help, mm. and uh, that's the watercliff analogy where you know you could have been doing it back upstream, but now we're on the watercliff's edge, looking to go over, mm. <laughs> looking for help. Well, you know, we did our part and we we're able to help, but you know, really, time's going to be your best friend or your greatest enemy. And what I worked out is what I how I had to explain it to him. I said, well, that's great, you've had all the expensive cars and all that stuff, and that was you know decision you made. However, now you know, the way I explained profit to them, they said if you even had put away 25 grand profit each one of those years, mm. which when we looked at what he, where the money was going out, could have easily done that and more, I said you'd, you'd be now sitting here in a different situation. And and I'm just talking about if that didn't even get in a uh, more complex investment strategy, I'm just sitting in a, like a term account. Yep, sitting in a yep, savings account, just, just boom. You're, you're talking about 500 odd grand. Yep. But instead it's... It's a whopping big zero. So walk away from that business tomorrow in five years with, I guess, memories. Mm. So it's it's a real it's a real issue. It's a real it's a real wake up call. Yes, if you haven't got this in your business, that you do it, that you start to put it in action. But you'd only do it if you if you actually really want your business to be secure, predictable, profitable. Yep, and and you're setting up your future, not just living week by week, crossing mm. the fingers, hoping that it all works out. Mm. And, hey, when things are going well, mm. we've also seen this of late, people that have been making good money, all of a sudden, bang, business has been pulled out from underneath them. There's not one set of profit, no vault, no nothing, and it's mm. they're down the center link. Yes, absolutely. And and so back to the profit, if you're sitting there listening to this, going, that all sounds great, but you know, I'm, I can struggling cash flow week to week, all that sort of stuff. Well, what we advise our clients to do is to start small. Okay. So you don't have to, it doesn't have to be a huge percentage, but what it's all about is creating some level of discipline. It's about creating a structure so that, and it's something that you can adhere to and stick to. So in your business, and, and it might be a percentage of your overall turnover. So if you started in the, in, a, in your vault account by putting away one or two percent of your total income or your total revenue, now you might work it out and go, well, hold on. In the beginning, as I'm in, in a growth phase and just kicking off and heading into it, well, maybe that's only you know seventy or it's eighty bucks a week. Look, that's fine. Don't worry too much initially about that amount. What you want to be focused on is getting the structure happening and making sure that you stick to it and you find a way to make that happen. Because now what happens? It becomes bigger than you. It becomes bigger than you receiving a weekly payment. It becomes bigger than just going, hey, here's my my thousand, my fifteen hundred, my two grand, my three grand for the week, or whatever the figure is that you might be bringing in at the moment. More importantly, it's going, well, now I've got some structure, I've got some responsibilities here to focus on for the business and it enables me to start setting the appropriate goals and targets because we need to feed all these different parts of the business. And why am I doing it? Well, the reason we're doing it is the exact reason why many people are sitting here at the moment during this time of the worldwide coronavirus pandemic freaking out, shutting the doors, you know, not having the ability to sustain a business because this stuff hasn't been set up. Yeah, and there's many, many, many reasons why that occurs. But, I mean, the, the topic today, again, is, you know, you've got to have the structure in place. Mm. you, you, you got to have it, like, even down to knowing what your expenses need to be. Like, we do it in our business. We know we've got a target, we've got a, we've got a percentage in there that we're healed to, and then that way it also helps you make better business decisions. Now, 
again, when we're working with clients, one of the things I'll do is it's not always about how to get more leads, more sales. It's, it's sometimes, I'll, I'll, well, all the time, I'll look at their current reality mm. and I'll go, these expenses, they're way out of proportion. You know, like, let's shave these back. Let's look at what you don't need, what you're spending on money, money one that just is not necessary. And it's very rare... Uh, that I can't find a way or that we haven't been able to reduce someone's expenses dramatically mm. by having this in place. Again, this structure and uh, one of our clients, and he, he's only too, uh, only too uh, you know, free to talk about this stuff. We started working, it's what we, uh, 2020 now, end of 2019, December, you know, looked at all their stuff. They Again, they just stopped doing what was important in terms of tracking stats and expenses mm. and expenses were, were way out of proportion. And we were able to get them right back. I think in the first week or two, they were able to you know, shave off about five grand in expenses per month. Uh, was re- about to go out and buy a body scanner, you know, a scanner. And I go, mate, why the hell are you buying this now? You know, it was another 16, 17 grand on a loan, interest rate. I just go, mate, this is not what the business needs right now. So mm. again, without this structure, it's very hard to make educated decisions about what you're doing, you know, most then people just going, oh, I felt like a good idea or I thought that'd be a good idea, that'd be a mm. good way. But hang on, it doesn't make sense financially. You, so again, the statistics, and you mentioned a word called discipline. Now, this also comes back, if you want to go over to the psychology part of it, is, is people's relationships with money, mm. people's relationships with this business part. You know, everyone has something that they're, they've got to, you know, get over or improve and business is the best personal development program on the planet, as we say often, because it's going to put right in front of your face the areas that you need to get better at, you need to sharpen at. Mm. For some people, it's I don't like putting myself out there on social media. For other people, it's not tracking stats and figures. So it, it is a real uh, crossover between the actual logistic business acronym, knowing, knowing about your business, what needs to be in place, and looking at where's my resistance to this because I, I certainly had it. I certainly didn't even want to look at figures in case it said the wrong number mm. and took me back to school, failing at school and maths and numbers and all that stuff. So didn't know it at the time, but that was I wanted to avoid even seeing all that. I was, I'd rather just hope I was going along rather than getting the evidence. Yes. However, as an adult and uh, somebody who wanted to be successful in business, that's not, not a very good approach mm. to be successful. So I had to learn to get over that and go, well, there's people that I can go to. There's people that I can help. There's people I can learn from, and and that's exactly what I started to do. And and now I, I love I love it. You know, you get to a real love affair and have a, a really great relationship. And it is a relationship with figures and numbers, and knowing all that stuff. Because if you have an unhealthy relationship, just like with your health, just like with you know your partner, just like you know with anything, money with figures, then it's it's not going to be a successful outcome. Mm, mm. So we need to get on really good terms with and have a really healthy relationship with, you know, tracking your fat stats, your figures and understanding your business. Yeah. Got to track your fat too, haven't you? Definitely. Yeah, definitely got to. I um I had a per- personal experience with this myself. So it was roughly 20 years ago when I started building a team. So that was the year 2000. Hired my first PT. Before then I was 5 years as a solo independent trainer. You know, had a roller coaster journey that's for those first five years. But at the five year mark, I'm punching out, I'm doing 40 odd sessions a week. Money's coming in, all that sort of stuff. Now it was time to expand, to grow, to start to build a team. And I went on a journey, increased my own charge out rate and so forth. Now, about two years into that journey, two and a half years, I'd started to grow a team. Things were going well. I'd increased my own rate. I'd gone up from up to 50 bucks a session, up to 80, up to 100. I got myself all the way up to 200 bucks for a single PT session. And this is about the year. Thank you, thank you. Back in the year 2002, thereabouts. And 
had about five or six trainers as part of the team. Cash flow was coming in. I'm charging 200 bucks a session. We're doing 100 odd sessions a week as a team. We're doing six, seven grand a week and things were incredible. However, I, I hadn't mastered this part. I didn't have a vault account set up. My mindset, my mentality back then was pretty much I can spend plenty today because I know that tomorrow I know I can go out and make plenty more. And it's also also just the, the, the mindset was going, look, I'll, I'll just find ways to make it happen, you know. Now, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful that there was no coronavirus or anything that happened back then, but I was fortunate enough to have somebody sit me through and go through these numbers and because and, I remember having these moments of going, hold on, we're a bit behind, I'm paying this bill, and I'm going, how could this be a possibility? I was just focused on going out there and, and, and making it happen. Anyway, the, the long story short is that I turned around and I was around about 40 grand in debt. I was about 40 grand behind and I just I couldn't believe it because I'm going, well, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. But the simple fact of the matter was, was that I just hadn't put the focus and put the energy into it. And I go, well, from that moment, I'm just very thankful for that moment because although, you know, that didn't finish the business, it enabled me to become meticulous with this part and to understand it much better. But I look back at moments like that and I see plenty of people when they're in that growth or when they're in that building phase, just going for it. And we, we love the attitude of people that go for it. You know, we, we, we love that concept. However, you've also got to be smart. You've got to be meticulous about that as well. So there's almost like these two parts. It's almost like the, the ambitious part that says, okay, we're in a growth phase and we need to go for this and we need to increase the revenue and build the business and so forth. But then there's the other part to say, hold on, does this make economic sense does this follow the structure are there parts where we need to be slightly more conservative other things that we need to be a little bit more meticulous with because if we don't then we could be potentially creating this monster that simply just needs feeding all the time yeah and uh, you could say you could term a lot of it, uh, that as ego you know it's like, like ego business like you know i've got to drive the the fancy car, I've got to have all this maybe before it's time, you mm. know, I've, I've got to, you know, do all this stuff where, again, if you don't, if you don't actually have the, the structure in place, like we've seen a lot of, like when people tell me, oh, the business is making X amount, I'm never impressed until I see what they're actually making profit wise. So, yes. you know, you might be making 10 grand, 10 uh, mil a month, but it's taking you, it's, it's make, it's, it's costing you like 9.5 mil to, to actually acquire that. You go, well, that's not a really well tuned business. So making money is one thing, the profits another, as Brad explained, and that's really what's important, right? This is what we're getting at. Yes, yeah. So uh, we've got examples across the board, right, where people might be making two hundred fifty grand a month. That we've had clients, and people go, "Wow!" And you go, "Yeah," but they were still going backwards. Yes, you, you know. So the question is, is how much profit you're left with? Now we've had other people mm. like Brooke uh, Cuts, got Cutsy over in um and yep. uh, WA who makes huge amounts of profit yes yeah and so. she you know recently the video she shot for us when she was talking about her you know her tax bill and how happy she was with the tax bill she'd made $156,000 and of that $156,000 $120,000 of pure profit into that business and so she'd of course taken care of her her GST and she said I've got a tax bill but I'm incredibly happy about it because the money's there and I've been able to produce this really successful turnover and this successful revenue and that's an example of somebody who for from day one, followed the advice, put the systems into place and followed, tracked the growth so that she did set herself up for success. So if, if, you, if you're watching this or you're listening to this uh, podcast, you know, I hope what it's really done is to stop you to 
go, right, okay, well, you know, based on what the guys have said, like I'm rather go, right, I'm tracking the right way and mm. I, I'm glad it's, re- it's reconfirmed that I am doing the right things. Mm. Uh, I may need to tweak up a little, a couple of things here and there. Or it's like, shit, I've just realised that I am just flying by the seat of my pants. Mm. Um, the good news there is that once you put this in play or you get some help to help structure it mm. and do it the right way, save you all the time and guesswork, then things can really explode for you. They can really take a, a significant turn. And uh, again, like the, the client of, of uh, that I work personally over in, in WA, Steve over there, uh, he admits, he said straight up, he said, mate, if I didn't start working with you guys at the end of December in 2019, we, we would be no longer. The, their uh, expense to profit ratio was way out of whack and they, they were highly profitable uh, going into March, and as a result of that, they're uh, they're in a good position. I mean, mm. they could be a lot better, but it's actually meant them being around. Mm. Where unfortunately, we have seen a lot of businesses already gone, boop, close, yeah, close the door. Um, again, if it's it's through your own not own doing, it's a brand new business, and you know you haven't had the chance to build up. Yeah, fair enough. But if you've been going for a while and it's just poor structure. And you're still hanging in there. Now's the time to do something about it. Yeah, now yeah, and, and and it can it can just literally start small. So I guess that's the thing we encourage for anybody yep. just to go. Let's just start small because we know we don't know exactly what the future holds over the next few days, next couple of weeks, next couple of months. The corona. At some point in time, our lives are going to go back to the way we know it, and we also know that in business that there's going to be so much opportunity that is going to be laid out there for you. To, to run that successful business. So now is the time to start to set that structure up. So just t- take a moment to stop after listening to this and go, right, how would I do things differently? So mm. now based on what I've heard today, what, what, would I, what do I need to do? What are, the, what are the steps? What are the actions? Who do I need to speak to? Mm. Who do I need to get on my team or, or, or support you know, to make sure that when things do kick back in, that the structure is right there, that I don't just keep – I don't default back to the same old way that I, I was doing it prior to that. And, uh, you know, do that now. Like now's the perfect time to have that set up and in place so it's done. So then when you do, uh, you know, go full force back into your business, that you, then you can focus on the marketing and the sales and the strategy and, you, and you've got all that back-end structure in place, which then makes life a lot easier for you anyway. Cool. So let me give you a couple of takeaways if you don't do anything else on the back end of this. Please, please, please just set up your bank account structure for me. GST account, tax account, a place to make sure that you're paying yourself so you've got your personal investment strategy set up. Let's make sure we have a profit account. Let's also make sure we have the vault account. So please, please, please go and put that in place, ladies and gentlemen. So for those of you who've been listening today, what do you think about today's podcast? <laughs> Stop it. We've done it again, mate. We've done it again. Uh, you're too kind. All right, we are done. Ciao. <laughs> bye bye for now. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Boy. Fucking passionate about that. The more I talk about it, the more.
tomorrow. All right, brother. So again, I can see a slowly 